After his beautiful prayer, in verses 9 to 11, Paul in Philippians 1, 12 to 14, gives one of the great, massive, essential, theological truths that make Christians strong. Here's what he says. I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me, meaning prison, has really served to advance the gospel so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. And most of the brothers, having become confident in the Lord by my imprisonment, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. So here are the questions. Why does Paul consider it so important to launch into a statement that says, oh, don't worry, my imprisonment, what has happened to me, has advanced the gospel? Why is that here, right at the front, so important? Second question, how is it that the gospel is advanced through his imprisonment? And the first answer is, it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard that my imprisonment is for Christ. And the second answer is, most of the brothers, having become confident in the Lord by my imprisonment, are bold to speak the word. And my questions are going to be, how does that work? Um, so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. Why is that a good advertisement for Jesus? <laughs> Follow Jesus, you go to jail and get your head chopped off. Why is he so excited about that? Isn't that bad advertising? And the second reason that he gives for why the gospel advances is that people are made bold by my imprisonment. Why does that work? Why don't they hightail it out of town? Look what happened to Paul. I don't want that to happen to me. I'm getting out of here. So I think it'll take us three sessions to answer all those questions. And in this session, we're going to stay right here. So Father, I pray that as we ponder why Paul considered it important to say that what had happened to him, imprisonment served to advance the gospel, you would show us how this works in our own lives. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to know, brothers... This is one of the first things I want you to know. I've prayed for you now. I've introduced the letter, and I want you to know that what has happened for me, my imprisonment has served to advance the gospel. This is amazing. Prison advances gospel. Go forward. Hindrance produces help for the gospel. Chains produce freedom for the gospel. This is, this is very counterintuitive. S being stopped dead in your tracks and thrown in jail makes the gospel go forward. 
This should cause us to, to just really ponder and say, are all of our necessities of having everything go right in order for the gospel to advance correct? Because the first thing Paul wants to say is, didn't go well for me in, uh, in Rome, but oh, how the gospel advanced. Now, why is that important? I'm going to give maybe four reasons. Number one, he had said in chapter 1, verse 6, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ. Oh, will he? Will he be able to? What if I get thrown in prison? And you can see the point. If, if, if this promise has to come true for me to have assurance, which it does, if I'm going to persevere to the end, then I have to know God will bring his work to completion. And Paul is saying nothing stops God's work. Prison doesn't stop God's work. Second reason, chapter 1, verse 9 in the prayer, it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge. What kind of knowledge? The knowledge that what happens to Christians advances the gospel. In other words, the, a, a Romans 8.28 kind of knowledge. I need to know that Romans 8.28, God works everything together for good for those who love him, is true. Because if I'm going to love people, if I'm going to do the hard work of loving my enemies, for example, I have to be confident that when horrible things happen to me, it's for my good and the advancement of the gospel. So part of the knowledge I need in order to be a loving person is the knowledge of God's sovereignty over my life. Here's a, here's a third reason for why Paul would want to tell them that his imprisonment advances the gospel. In chapter 3, it becomes really plain. We got enemies. Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord to write the same things to you is no trouble for me and is safe for you. Watch out for the dogs. Watch out for the evildoers. Watch out for those who mutilate the flesh. We have enemies. And some of those enemies are going to be very powerful, more powerful than we are. They can put us in jail. They can kill us. And Paul's point is they can't stop the gospel. They can't. They can stop you from your witness by putting you to death, but they can't stop the gospel. Or here at the end of chapter 3, many of whom I have often told you and now tell you with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly. They glory in their shame with mindset on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So the point is, if we have so many enemies, and if they are powerful, we need to know that what happens to us, when enemies throw us in prison, it advances the gospel. One last reason for why Paul would want to stress this. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Don't be anxious about anything. <laughs> don't be anxious about 
prison, about sickness, about persecution. Don't be anxious about anything in everything. By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. How in the world can our hearts and minds be protected sitting in prison when it feels like the whole point of my ministry has been ruined? Or I got cancer, I'm going to die in a year, and I've got to raise my kids. How in the world can that bring me peace? Well, it passes all understanding to have this peace, because this peace is resting not in what humans can do, but in this, what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel, namely, imprisonment cannot stop, death cannot stop, cancer cannot stop, nothing negative or painful and ugly in our lives cannot, nothing can stop the advance of the gospel. So he puts this first, I think, because confidence in the sovereignty of God to make all things painful work for good is crucial. Let me put it like this. I used to say this to the kids at Bethlehem, the church I pastored. When things don't go the way they should God always makes them turn for good. Oops, God, good. <laughs> God always makes them turn for good. And that clue includes my, my perseverance to the end. And it includes my, my ability to love my enemies. It includes the fact that I have enemies. And it includes the fact that no anxiety is needed here. I have victory over enemies, victory for love, victory to persevere, and freedom from anxiety because I have a great confidence that God takes everything that happens to me and makes it a means to advance the gospel.